Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. Today marks the start of an annual event beloved of St. Louis cinephiles, the Whitaker St. Louis International Film Festival, also known as SLIF. Now in its 32nd season, the festival will screen close to 280 features, documentaries, and shorts at five locations, including Cinema St. Louis's Now Forever Home at the High Point Theatre. Here to highlight what's in store from SLIF's opening night tonight to its close on November 19th, we welcome Bree Maniscalco, Executive Director of Cinema St. Louis. Bree. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Elaine. I'm excited to be here. So opening and closing nights. Let's start with the opening, of course. Tell us what people should expect. Yes, so it's just a few hours away, and tickets are still available, so people can walk up to the High Point Theater, our historic-looking box office, to purchase their tickets. And we are paying tribute to the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. We are co-presenting this evening's presentation with St. Louis Art Museum. They Mm -hmm. have their phenomenal exhibit celebrating hip-hop, and we thought, what better partners than SLAM? Mm -hmm. And we will be doing something a little different for the film festival and talking about the intersection of music and film. Both are very impactful and memorable experiences for people, and St. Louis has a very deep history in the genre. Mm-hmm. So we will be joined with Andrea Purnell tonight from SLAM, and she will talk about their exhibit. We then have a professor from Wash U, and who knew that there was a hip-hop class at Wash U? <laughs> so he will be joining us tonight talking about not only the program, but some of the content that he teaches his students about the influence hip-hop has had over the decades. Mm-hmm. And then we are joined by a historic participant. Some may not know, but next to the High Point Theater is now called the Par Lounge. Back in the day, it was the High Point Cafe, Mm -hmm. and on Monday nights, they did hip-hop nights. And Finsta was the original programmer of DJs. So he will be joining us, and he has brought some special guests with him this year. So tonight, the party kicks off with DJ Charlie Chan Soprano, the DJ for Run DMC. Wow. It will be an incredible <laughs> atmosphere. When we were doing the sound checks, they said, how loud do you want this? Oh, sure. So it'll be welcoming <laughs> and fun. Okay, great. And then we continue that conversation with a local filmmaker, Dana Christian, who actually just had a film in the festival last year, uh, Poetry in Motion, which some listeners may recognize. Mm-hmm. And the entire event is moderated by Laya Lafour, and she will make it a very fun experience. There's some surprises I don't want to give away just yet. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Then we will highlight some of the features happening throughout SLIF and close out the event tonight with a screening of the 1990 film House Party, Mm. which is directed by East St. Louis and Reggie Hudlin. And he closes out the festival for us, actually. So he'll be back on Sunday, November 19th. And we'll have a conversation with Reggie and Kevin Johnson of the Post-Dispatch about his storied career. And we will be presenting Reggie with a Lifetime Achievement Award. 
So just the opening and closing nights events alone sound like you know things that could stand on their own. But there are all these films that you'll be showing in between. And among the things that you're presenting, there's this tradition of showing films that are free and discounted, as well as some events. Tell us a bit, Brie, about some of the offerings you're making available to people at no charge or at a, a lower rate. Yes, so this is something that has been a vital element of SLIF over the years, is making sure that there are no restrictions. So that's why we pick venues that are centrally located, and we make sure that the ticket prices are affordable. So thanks to funding, we are able to provide free films in our Race in America spotlight, as well as our master classes, and some other events here and there. Mm -hmm. In addition, all of our shorts films are discounted to $5. So those are themed programs uh, that will, most of them will be playing at the Alamo Draft House, which is a new venue this year. And one exciting feature about our shorts competition is we are one of 63 festivals in the world that is Oscar qualifying. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> yes. So that means that if you're a shorts filmmaker in our competition at SLIF and you win one of the best of awards on closing night, that then makes you eligible for an Academy nomination in the coming spring. So that is one reason we receive so many submissions to SLIF over the year. Mm -hmm. This year we had over 2,400 submissions. Most of them are short films because of the competition uh, and the Oscar okay. qualifying status. And we have a small but mighty programming team that watches every single second of every submission. Mm -hmm. At the top of the, the segment, I would mentioned that you have a, a combined total of almost 280 features, documentaries, and shorts. But this is not the biggest festival in, in your history, right? Correct, correct. So in 2018, that was actually our largest sliff where we had over 420 films across the 10 days. <laughs> And it was mammoth. Yeah. Um, it was a huge offering. There are not many other film festivals out there that have that many films. Mm -hmm. And we have been very purposeful in reducing the number of films uh, last year and again this year, simply because we want every independent filmmaker to have their chance to shine. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do that is to make sure we're focusing on quality instead of quantity so that they are not competing with each other for the same time slot. That way, they get as much out of it as our audience does. Mm -hmm. When we had over the 400 films, we would have audience members say, this is too overwhelming. Yeah. There are too many choices. And now, while it is still a very large number <laughs> of films, we hope it is more digestible and that there is something for everyone, and we guarantee it is the best of the best. Mm -hmm. No. In so far as the everyone goes, this is a festival for cinephiles, not only for those who watch, but also those who produce. And I understand that master classes are also part of what is being offered. Tell us about that, Brie. Yes, so master classes have played an essential role in SLIF over the years. 
In the past, we've done classes about cinematography, directing, editing, you name it. And we've welcomed back some of our famous St. Louisans to take part in those. And this year, to stand in solidarity with the industry, we wanted to shine a light on some of the issues that the industry is still struggling with. So, for example, representation, getting films made, how they go about adapting their careers still coming out of COVID. So two of our uh, master classes that we have this year will be covering some of those elements. We'll be doing one um, actually next Thursday, mm -hmm. and that one is about the state of film production in Missouri. Mm, we've talked about that here on the yes, show. Yes, mm -hmm. it is very exciting. We have had many advocate for the return of tax credits so that films, so that there's a benefit to having films made in Missouri. You know, many of us can think of a few TV shows, a few films that make it look like they have been filmed here they haven't. Most mm -hmm. of them have been filmed in Georgia. And it's because they have a booming tax credit benefit. So we were exceptionally grateful when the governor signed that back into law in June. And the first film is actually being filmed here as we speak. Oh, so it is very exciting. This is something that will be a win for the economy. And it will be a win for St. Louisans who are either looking to get into acting or looking to hone their craft behind the camera as well. Mm -hmm. So we will talk through all of that at the masterclass and what producers look for to film a, a film in Missouri. So we'll be joined with Michael Bug. He is from St. Louis. In fact, his current film, uh, The Color Purple, the musical, is coming out soon. And we're excited to have him return to SLIF. Now, there is another masterclass that is connected to the tribute that is happening to hip-hop, but its connection to film. Tell us about that. Yes. So this one is actually this coming Sunday, and it is with Millicent Shelton, who is from St. Louis. Some may not recognize her name, but her career is vast and incredible. She started in the hip-hop industry doing music videos, and then she branched off into film, she had an interesting experience with some of her early films, and she has made a name for herself in TV. She's done Blackish, 30 Rock, The Walking Dead. I mean, you name it, she has been involved with it. So we will do a masterclass talking about her experience as a black woman in the industries of hip-hop and directing both film and TV. She will be virtual, but it will have a live audience, and we'll be doing that at Cape Sokol, one of our partners uh, in downtown Clayton. Mm -hmm. Now, giving back and paying it forward is also something that is part of this festival, and it includes um, two relatively big names, one known all over, uh, not just the, the film world, but all over the world, and then somebody who is also more local. Tell us about those. Yes, so we have Alexander Payne coming to SLIF this year. We had hoped to have him come last year for the 20th anniversary of election, but he was going into post-production for his film, The Holdovers. Mm -hmm. He made a promise to us that he would return this year and he has kept his promise, not only for one night, but two nights. Mm -hmm. So he'll be here for the holdovers first on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, he'll be here for the descendants. And this film, while it's an older film, it is incredible. Stars George Clooney. And it talks about and weaves into the story the culture of Hawaii. 
And we felt it was only appropriate to sort of pay it forward, as you said. And we identified an organization. It's called the Hawaii People's Fund. And they are on the ground working to help recover Maui after the devastating wildfires this summer. Mm -hmm. So a portion of tickets will be donated back to that fund to help in those efforts. And then the other film you mentioned, this one has a closer connection for us here in St. Louis. Calvin Wilson is a beloved critic of film, jazz, theater in St. Louis and tragically and suddenly passed away. And we wanted to pay tribute to him at SLIF. And while we could scratch our heads all day long trying to identify his favorite film, we felt it was more appropriate to pay homage to his love of jazz. So we have the documentary Ellis playing at SLIF, playing at Wash U. And that film will be presented in his memory. And a portion of those ticket proceeds will be donated back to his high school, Northwest High, and in his name to the Performing Arts Department. Mm -hmm. um, we feel it's just a, a little bit of something we can do to memorialize him and his contributions to the arts in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And it really makes it then about St. Louis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In this last minute or so, tell us about uh, a trailer that we can now no longer see, but for good reason. Yes, it's it's always surprising when something like this happens. We were getting ready to share the trailer for this exciting film, and it disappeared. Black Barbie is a documentary playing at SLIF, also at Wash U. And, you know, in a summer that was taken over by Pink and Everything Barbie, and that film was fantastic in exploring women's issues and how that was dealt with through the history of Mattel. Surprisingly so. This film talks about that untold story and the evolution and introduction of a black Barbie. And it is a phenomenal film. And the reason the trailer has been scrubbed, for an incredible reason, it was picked up by Netflix. So we are very excited to say that we still can play the film mm -hmm. before it goes to Netflix. And I highly encourage listeners to check it out because films were meant to be seen in a communal setting. And I would recommend seeing it in person at SLIF instead of waiting for it to go to streaming. Brie Maniscalco is Executive Director of Cinema St. Louis. Brie, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Elaine. This episode was produced, recorded, and edited by Maya Norfleet. Our audio engineer is Aaron Doerr. This podcast was mixed and edited by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.